This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault, and today we're talking about the difference between being an athlete and being a professional. Now, the reason we're talking about this one is just last weekend, one of my athletes was supposed to be fighting for his first professional title, and wow, what a weekend. Uh, <laughs> so first, his opponent came in overweight, and then they, he was given an extra hour to go cut the weight, as is pretty standard within, I believe, most promotions, at least this one for sure. And then he came back 45 minutes later, having cut no weight. And then my athlete basically said, well, since you're clearly not putting in the effort to make the contracted weight, we're not going to fight. And again, there's a little bit more to the story, but basically after missing weight and after not putting in a lot of effort to actually make the weight, this opponent spent most of the rest of most of the next night while they were both at the fights, basically sitting in the back trying to pick fights with my athlete who actually made the contracted weight. And it just got me thinking a lot. Like I couldn't imagine being the guy who didn't hold up my end of the contract and talking shit to the guy who did. Now, again, to each their own, but that's just one of those things to me that, you know, is the difference between being an athlete and being a professional. If you have a contract on the table to make a certain weight for your fight, you got to make that weight. That's it. That's part of the contract. That's part of what you are signing up to do. And to come in after and be talking shit saying, oh, it's only two pounds. It doesn't matter. Go ahead. Like, go take the fight anyway, blah, 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 calling the guy a pussy for not agreeing to fight you after you didn't make the contracted weight is just foreign to me. Because if you're a professional, you should understand I'm a professional. I didn't hold up my end of the bargain. I didn't hold up my end of the bargain. Fight doesn't happen. That's, you know, that should be fairly standard thought. Now, the reason that I wanted to make a podcast out of this is because I see this kind of attitude a lot. And not necessarily just with, you know, contracts and weight and stuff like that. But in the time where I was working with more of, you know, just all kinds of athletes, hockey players, football players, all of that, one of the most common things I would hear people say, if they didn't get their way, if, you know, they went to a tryout and they didn't make the team, immediately it was all the reasons why they didn't make the team. Oh, the coach didn't like me. He had already picked his favorites. You know, I should have made it over this guy or that guy. Guys, you got to understand, coaches want to win. If that coach thought you would be the best option to help them win this upcoming season, they would have picked you, period. That's it. Now, the same idea when it comes to combat athletes. If you lose a fight, a professional comes back, watches the tape, figures out areas that they went wrong and areas they can improve, and then implements those areas they can improve into their training in order to make sure that the next time they fight, they don't make the same mistakes and they learn and develop from the mistakes that they made. An amateur 
looks at that and goes, oh, man, there's no way I should have lost that fight. Like, oh, the only reason I lost was because of this, 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 and this, and all oh, my weight cut was hard, and, you know, I missed a week of training because of this, and they make the excuses. And this is one of the biggest differences I find between being an athlete and being a professional. A professional takes responsibility. A professional is accountable to themselves. A professional holds up their end of the deal regardless of what else is going on. And this is something that so many of you guys need to learn is that you can have all the excuses in the book. You can be thinking all those things. You can be thinking, oh, you know, I didn't miss by much. It doesn't matter that much. But a professional takes responsibility. A professional is accountable. A professional understands they messed up and they make the necessary adjustments in order to fix it. So what I want you guys to think about when you're, ta- when you're looking at this, when you're listening to this, is what areas am I maybe not taking accountability the way that I need to? Because if you are training for a fight, if you are training for any kind of upcoming athletic event, think about what areas you're not being accountable in. What areas are you not living up to your true potential in? Because this is the difference between being an athlete and being a professional. This can be something as simple as, you know, cheating on the diet. If you're trying to cut weight, if you're trying to, you know, get yourself down to a certain weight on a certain day, but you're, you know, it's Friday night and you're going, ah, you know, I just like just this one time, I'll just have a little bit of extra. Are you an athlete or are you a professional? Because the professional understands that even though that extra food or whatever it is, is tempting, they understand what they're working towards and they stick to the plan. They understand what they need to accomplish and they stick to the plan. The same thing as, you know, you've had a good week of training and your body's a little bit sore and, oh, I don't really want to go today. Oh, it won't be that big a deal if I just skip one. Are you an athlete or are you a professional? Are you going to listen to yourself and are you going to, you know, deal with the excuses and decide, okay, you know, it's not that big a deal. I'll just skip today. It won't affect me anyway. Or are you going to realize that you're a professional and you have a goal to compete on a certain day and you need to do everything you possibly can in order to achieve that goal? You need to do everything you possibly can in order to be your best on the day that matters most. Because again, are you an athlete or are you a professional? So look at your life, look at your athletic career, and look at where you're not measuring up. Look at the areas that you might not be accountable to yourself. Look at the areas that you might not be performing to the best of your abilities. And then ask yourself, what can you do to improve that? I remember even last year, there was another guy, I won't name any names or anything, but uh, another guy on the regional scene that probably, I believe it was three fights in a row, missed weight and like pretty significantly, at least a few pounds every time. And the first two times, you know, it got forgiven and the fights all happened anyway. And then the third time he passed out cutting weight. And again, instead of continuing to make that mistake, what this individual decided to do was bring on a professional to help him with his weight cut so that he could better understand how to get down to the weight healthy and how to rehydrate the next day so that they were actually, so that he was actually in shape to fight. And this is what a professional does. It's not about not making mistakes. It's not about being perfect. Perfection doesn't exist. 
but it's looking for areas to improve and then taking the action to make the improvements and not settling for the excuse. It's easy to say a nutritionist is too expensive. It's easy to say, oh, I can just figure out my weight cut on my own. But if you make that mistake and you miss weight twice in a row, chances are you're not figuring out your weight cut on your own very, very well. And if you're not figuring it out on your own, even if it's expensive, even if it's a lot for you to handle financially, you need to take that step and you need to bring that nutritionist onto your team so that you can take that next step into being a professional. You know, athletes of mine all the time, as they're starting to move towards a professional career in their sport, that's why they're bringing on a strength coach. They said, you know, while I was an amateur, I could kind of just put together my own workouts and everything was just okay. But, you know, if I'm going to make a career out of this, I need to have the right team in place. I need to understand that I don't know everything. Other people know a lot more than I do. So I need them on my team if I'm going to succeed at the level that I want to succeed. And this is what so many of you guys need to understand. You know, yeah, you might be figuring out your own workouts right now and they might be going fine. But what about a year from now? What about two years from now? What about five years from now? Are you going to be fighting the same level people? Hopefully not. Hopefully you're moving up the ranks. And if you're moving up the ranks, is the workouts, everything that you're doing right now going to be enough to get you wins at that new level? Again, probably not. So you can make the decision whether or not you want to put yourself in a position to succeed by bringing on the coaches that you need, bringing on the team around you that you need, stopping with the excuses and starting with the accountability to understand that even if what I'm doing right now is working, I need to be doing it at a higher level if I want to make the career that I want in this sport. So returning to that question, are you an athlete or are you a professional? And this is such an important question for you to be asking yourself and ask it to yourself in every area of your game. Ask it to yourself with everything you do. You know, when you are training, are you training like a professional athlete? You know, are you taking it seriously? Are you actually trying to learn everything that you can learn? Or are you just going through the motions to check the box and say, I showed up today? Because just putting your hand up to take a pro fight does not make you a professional fighter. It's just an athlete that gets paid to fight instead of not getting paid to fight. But if you truly want to make a career out of it, if you truly want this to be your life, then you need to continue to take those steps forward. And the next step with this, guys, too, is that once you have the coaches in place, once you have the people around you, once you have the team set up, start asking yourself, what's next? Start asking yourself, what else can I do? What's the next step forward? What does the next level of me look like? What does the next level of professionalism look like from me? And a lot of the time, this comes down to habits outside of the gym. You know, if you're training really hard every day, but then you're going home and eating shitty food or you're staying up all night playing video games or you're smoking weed every night, whatever it might be. It's like, again, that is not the way that a professional handles their career at the highest level. So if you want to be at the highest level, you need to understand that's a habit you need to get rid of. The one for me, even just as a coach, because obviously these are important things for me to be thinking about, too, was staying up late watching TV. You know, I would work really hard through my whole day. I, you know, do a lot of hours of coaching, study programming, do all these things. But 
then I'd stay up at night until, you know, one, two in the morning, binge watching TV that I had probably already seen before. And when I would do this, I'd wake up the next day tired. And then if I'm waking up the next day tired, I'm not feeling good. If I'm not feeling good, I'm not getting a good day's work in. So I realized if I want to reach the next level of myself as a coach, that was a habit that I needed to cut out. And I still really like to watch TV, but now it's one episode of something that I turn it off and then I go to sleep so that I can be ready for the next day. I'm seeing some people saying that it's hitting close to home here. So I appreciate you guys all tuning in, but these are just such important things to be asking yourself. And so even though like, Coming back to my example for myself as a coach, even though I was already working harder than I know a lot of coaches in this industry do and doing more than a lot of coaches in this industry do, my goal is not to be like the rest of the coaches in this industry. My goal is not to be one of the pack. My goal is to be better. My goal is to over-deliver for my athletes. My goal is that my athletes' lives and careers are different and better because I was part of it. And so if I have a goal like that, if I have that kind of ambition, then I need to be the one that is willing to do the things that others aren't willing to do. I need to cut out the bad habits. I need to do more. And so those were why, that's why I was started cutting out those habits. I started cutting out, you know, late night TV and things like that so that I could be in better shape the next day so that I can better, better deliver to the athletes that trust me to work with them. And the hard work was not everything. Obviously, it's a part of it. Obviously, it's important. But me being actually present, me being actually awake, me being actually ready to attack the day every day was more important. And that's what helps me separate that much further. So before we wrap it up, I want to come back to the original question that we started the podcast with. Are you an athlete or are you a professional? Start looking at the basic things, your training habits, how you show up to the gym each day. Your nutritional habits. Are you eating like a 10-year-old whose parents left them alone for the weekend? Or are you eating like a true professional athlete? Then start with the lifestyle. How many hours of sleep are you getting every night? Why? If you're not getting enough, why not? What is getting in the way of you getting those hours of sleep? If you are getting enough hours of sleep, what kind of vices do you rely on? Are you the kind of person that, you know, comes home from the gym and just wants to sit and have a couple of beers every night? Are you the kind of person who loves to pull out the weed at the end of the night and, you know, finish off the day fucking higher than a kite? And it's like, whatever those vices are, understand, even just cutting them back. It's like, if you smoke weed every night, start by cutting back to three times a week. And then once you can get it down to three times a week and you feel good about that, bring it down again and bring it down again. And then eventually cut it out. Because like these kinds of things, another example for myself was drinking. You know, again, I was working harder than a lot of people were working. I was doing a lot more than a lot of people were doing. But then I was drinking every weekend and losing two full days of my week to fucking alcohol. And then as much as in my mind, I was having fun when I was going and doing that stuff. And it didn't matter because I was working so hard through the week anyway. I realized that, again, if I want to separate, if I want to be better, if I don't want to just be one of the fucking pack when it comes to the thousands of strength and conditioning coaches out there, then I couldn't lose out on those two days of quality work every week. So I cut it the fuck out because what are you actually gaining from these vices? What are you gaining from going home and smoking weed every night? Nothing. 
What do you gain from going out and getting drunk every weekend? Nothing. So if you truly have a goal to separate, you need to eliminate these habits. Yeah, they're fun and it's not a big deal every once in a while, but why waste that time? Why waste that effort? Why lose out on the benefits that you're going to gain from not doing those things? If you truly have a goal to separate yourself, if you truly have a goal to be in the UFC, to be a world champion athlete, to make millions of dollars in your sport, why are you pulling yourself further away from those goals every week? Why are you pulling yourself further away from those goals? Why are you doing things that are going to stop you from achieving that? These are the things you need to figure out, and that's the question you need to ask yourself. In what areas are you not measuring up as a professional? And what is one thing you can do today and implement today, a promise you can make to yourself that's going to push you further towards that goal? All right, guys, that is it. That is all. As always, I appreciate you all for tuning in, especially those who have stuck with me live. Thank you. And if you've made it this far, I appreciate you. As always, my big ask of you guys is if you got value from this, share the show with a friend, share the show with a teammate, share the show with someone who's going to benefit from hearing this message. Go ahead, subscribe to the YouTube channel, the podcast, all that other good stuff. And I hope you guys all have a fantastic rest of your day. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.